Knowing that those decisions that you make each day, it's not just one thing. You don't just decide, I'm going to be healthy. It's decision after decision, after choice, after choice, after choice, over years and years that kind of build that ability for you to have kind of that nice long health span, lifespan, however you want to look at it. Hi, everyone. This is The Podium, and I'm Dr. Kevin Sprouse. Our podcast originated as a resource for my practice where I work with professional athletes and high-performing individuals from around the world. Today, it has become a forum for an even greater audience, and we welcome everyone as we discuss the principles of performance and then disseminate pertinent, actionable info with our patients in mind. One thing to note before we begin, the content of this podcast is not meant as medical advice. This is for general informational purposes only. Welcome to the podium. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Podium. I am Patrick Morris and I'm here today with Dr. Kevin Sprouse. Good morning, Patrick. Um, it's good to be here sitting uh, after a, a pretty hard day on the bike yesterday. We got to go up and ride uh, a pretty good climb here in East Tennessee in the mountains and um, yeah, it took it out of me. So it's nice to be just sitting and chatting. Yeah, it was a great day and a really fun effort. It's not a climb that I usually do, but we were up there with for a, good reason. Yeah, we were up there with a great group of people and RV who we've had on the show. He's just such a great motivator that when he's standing out of the sunroof with a cowbell coming up the climb behind you, you don't get that experience a lot, and you somehow just find some extra watts. Yeah, for sure. Robbie Ventura at uh, at Vision Quest Coaching is, I mean, he's one of a kind, and uh, he in in those situations, he's exactly who you want around. So it was a great climb, a good day on the bike, uh, three and a half, four hours out there, which was um, good to get in the legs. And yeah, nice to be sitting and recovering from it. Yeah. So today's conversation is going to be a little bit of an introduction to a series that we've been wanting to do for a while, talking about just kind of the foundations of kind of like looking at health, you know, not very broad speaking. We're not going to get into the super minutia the way that we do with our guest episodes and different things like that, but just kind of a review of things that we maybe talked about in earlier episodes with regards to nutrition, training, and that sort of a thing. Yeah. We've got kind of three, um, three foundations that we come back to with patients and we're going to review those in depth in a series of, uh, a series of podcasts. Um, and what really triggered this for us is we've done within the practice a bit of a reshuffling um, in building a, a new program or, or way that we address these with patients and even do a bit of scoring around their performance on each of these. Uh, not that the scoring is the be all end all. Um, you know, it's, there's definitely some subjectivity in that, but the goal is to have at the end of the year, a bit of a report card that tells you you're doing really well in X and Y, but Z is problematic and we need to focus efforts on that. And so as we've revisited that and started to um, really objectify that scoring, uh, it just made sense to come back to this on the podcast and kind of talk through these, these foundational aspects. Yeah. So, I mean, the original idea of us doing this podcast was to provide a resource for patients in a more digestible way, since people don't really like to read blogs, they've kind of gone by the wayside. So it was like, okay, this is a much better format. We can kind of make discussion and it works a lot better. So the, the three kind of foundations that we've set up just to throw them out there are like kind of a sleep and recovery assessment, a nutrition and fueling assessment, and then a training and activity sort of review. And like you kind of let off there, you look at all three, see how they're looking. Two might be going really well. One might not be so great, but 
the other great thing is that's okay. And that's kind of a yeah. natural part of a season and of just a general, like long-term view of what working towards being healthy is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think at any given time, having two of the three going well is a, is a pretty decent place to be. And that'll change. It'll change with life stresses, uh, responsibilities, uh, goals that you may have. Uh, the, the, I think, and that's why we come back to it year after year with patients. We'll do, we'll do numerous things with them and individualize their program in different ways. But these always remain that every year, uh, we want to take a look at these three aspects and see where they are currently. Um, and you know, it, one of the reasons I think these are so important is because in, in my time in medicine, as we look at, uh, health issues that tend to crop up, uh, commonly for people. Most of them have treatments that can be rooted in one, if not all three of these. And so this whole style of uh, this, this idea of lifestyle medicine or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, a lot of it comes back around to how do you set these things up? How do you set up your nutrition, your exercise, your recovery, your sleep? Uh, and so many things can be so many ills can be righted to some degree, if not entirely, by these things. Not not everything, of course, um, but from a preventive standpoint and even a treatment standpoint, uh, and certainly when you're looking at performance, if you're not doing well at these three, and again, like we said, it doesn't have to be an A-plus in all three of them all the time, but if you're not paying attention to these appropriately, then the other things kind of fall down. And even a lot of the uh, n- newer medications that are, um, you know, trendy and, and kind of grab press, uh, you'll hear about them being like exercise memetics, right? Which an exercise memetic means a molecule that you can take that has a similar effect in the body to exercise, probably not entirely the same, likely has some side effects that exercise might not. Um, and that always gets me thinking, well, man, why don't we just exercise, right? Like it's great that those things are there for the, the smaller number of scenarios where they're really useful and necessary, but they shouldn't be the shortcuts. And that's where we come back to these foundations of let's, let's get these on solid footing before we start doing other things. Yeah. Maintaining some of the intentionality around each of the things, even when you know I'm going to be traveling, my nutrition's not going to be so great. So I'm going to kind of move to these other buckets and just knowing that those decisions that you make each day, it's not just one thing. You don't just decide I'm going to be healthy. It's decision after decision, after choice, after choice, after choice over years and years that kind of build that ability for you to have kind of that nice long health span, lifespan, however you want to look at it. Yeah. It's consistency in these things. Um, as opposed to perfection and consistency is much more attainable than, than perfection is for sure. Um, it's again, I think when you're looking at your goals, whether that is, like you said, lifespan, health span, performance in the moment, um, all of them come back to these three foundations and, and, and using, these categories in some way that sets you up for success. And so, you know, as we, as we go through this series, this podcast series, we'll talk through, uh, for instance, like in nutrition, what are the things that we look for? What are the things that we are looking at to, you know, quote unquote grade somebody's performance in this again, not, not with a, 
goal of seeing how high their score can be, but really just to see are they are they ticking the boxes necessary, or are there a couple that are being left unticked that we need to put effort into, and so we'll we'll talk through the um, the the science and the rationale behind the importance of each one, but we'll also give some uh, some usable information on things that you might look for in particular, right? Um, whether that's uh, omega acid intake um, uh, or omega fat intake, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself, omega fatty acids, um, you know, whether that's protein intake, uh, hours of sleep per night, things that are low-hanging fruit that can be quantified as well as some subjective aspects that you might look at yourself to, to get an idea of whether you're doing most of this correctly or you you know either not paying attention to it or focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah. So when we kind of take patients through these different assessments within our practice, we kind of look at it as giving them a, like an eight week block that we're going to review their nutrition or review their sleep and review their, their training. And there's a lot of times when people are like, Oh, you don't want to do these like periods of like quote crash dieting and things like that. And that's not what we're talking about. What I like to look at it is it's all a way to recalibrate where you are and what that set point is. So you're going to take a few weeks maybe log some food, look at some things and kind of just bring back into focus. Okay. Where have I maybe started to drift off? Am I, am I doing a little bit too, too heavy of a fat diet? And I'm kind of like, okay, drifting down that way. And if you approach kind of these three pillars from that mindset of, I'm going to visit them occasionally throughout the year, recalibrate that year after year drift that you see a lot that ends up with people at 40 overweight, on, you know, a lot of different medications, you can kind of see where that gets away from you if you just don't check it. Yeah. I mean, it's been shown, uh, in, I won't call it studies, but observations in nutrition that, uh, a lot of the seemingly inevitable weight gain, uh, that we see in the population can almost be attributed to gain that happens at the holidays. You know, somebody puts on a pound or two at the holidays and they do it every year then, you know, a decade later, they're 15 pounds heavier. And another decade later, they're up 30 pounds from where they were. And again, that's just consistency in the wrong direction. And so this, this idea of coming back to these things periodically and just making sure you're on the right track, I think is really important. It's also, no matter how good you think you are at any of them, um, habits tend to drift. And so, I mean, I do this, I, I come back and look, I'll log my food for a few days, a couple times a year, and inevitably notice that there's something I'm doing that I wasn't quite aware of, uh, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse, but it allows you to make that, that change and just kind of right the ship a bit before it's you know too big of a move that has to be made. Yeah. I think a lot of us do this with our training and it's easy mm -hmm. to conceptualize on like a periodized model. It's like, Oh, the Winter's coming up. I'm not going to be riding outside as much. Maybe I'll revisit some strength training and I'll, I'll do these things differently, but we kind of lose that same intention with regards to nutrition and fueling and our sleep and recovery. So I think it's just breaking down all of those things and seeing that you can kind of apply that same long-term periodized structure to it as well as kind of that year after year. Yeah. The other thing that I think is really important about doing it this way, kind of focusing on one at a time is we've had a number of patients and I've had friends that have gone for, uh, you know, executive physicals at places that do a fantastic job, the Mayo clinic, Cooper clinic, 
uh, Cleveland Clinic. I mean, these places have amazing assessments they do with people and fantastic experts that oversee this to some degree. But what inevitably happens is they take, they leave with all this data and not a lot of direction or to be fair, not a lot of grasp of the direction that was given to them. Right. So I'm not trying to throw these programs under the bus. It's just, it's a lot to take in, in a week or a weekend or whatever, and, and leave with any semblance of an idea of what to do next. And so when we come and take, you know, six or eight weeks to look at nutrition with somebody, they have time to look at what they're doing objectively, assess that, make a change, look at it again, and really be focusing on that. They're still training. They're still sleeping, I hope, but we're not focusing on those things in the same, with the same depth. And once that's kind of been uh, looked at and accounted for, there'll be a bit of a, a period of, of rest, call it, where, where we're not looking deep into anything. It's, uh, you know, things are just kind of moving along. And then we may come to sleep and do kind of the same thing where we track sleep for weeks and then sit down and go over how is it looking, what's going well, what's not going well, what might we want to uh, want to change. And we do the same thing with blood work and some of the more medical stuff that we won't really get into in, in this series. But the idea is to give yourself time to look at these things, time to get a, a real honest assessment, and then time to implement you know, some sort of strategy going, going forward, as opposed to being told what you're doing, you know, well and poorly with nutrition, exercise, recovery, sleep, and just be given all of it and say, you know, go forth and fix these things. I don't feel like that usually works very well. So in that light, we'll kind of take each of these as an individual topic and, and talk through them a bit and, and recognize that these will be coming out in two week increments, but I wouldn't suggest uh, to anyone listening. And we certainly don't do with patients that you take them on all at once. It's a, I think that's a recipe for disaster or certainly failure. Um, but this will be a resource you can come back to. And, you know, if you decide to take a bit of a look into your nutrition and then in six months want to come back and say, Hey, I remember that exercise training uh, uh, episode. Let me go back and listen to that. And maybe I'll take some time to evaluate that. Yeah. I like looking at it the way um, we discussed with Adam Curley several episodes ago with yeah. like kind of the inverted pyramid and approaching it with the way that, that you said, and that like I'll imply, and then we kind of use within the practice and the mindset of like looking at this long term and not thinking, Oh, I want to be healthy. I need to make all of these changes. I'm going to get up at 6am. I'm going to do my ice bath. I'm going to do my sauna. I'm going to have, you know, all of these things lined out and I'm just going to immediately start having this perfect day every single day. Cause you're going to be exhausted. Mm -hmm. But if you get in the habit of getting some activity each day, and then you find a way to work around that, and then that kind of becomes part of your routine. And then you get in the habit of making the choices of, oh, I'm going to have this salad at lunch or I'm going to get a little bit more protein. And then you're like, okay, now I've got my evening routine as opposed to looking at, oh, I just need to do a wholesale change all at once. You're much more likely to actually adopt those behaviors and, and maintain them long term. Yeah. And, and the, the stuff that truly forms the foundation, it's there because it's the most impactful. Um and if you can set up those things 
to be consistently good, not even great, but just consistently good, then you can start to add on the things that are, you know, a little bit more, um, maybe more exciting and sexy, but they, they contribute a bit less. Um, so like you said, ice baths or cold plunges, definitely a use case for them. But if you're, if you're already not sleeping well and you're eating poorly, a minute and a half in an ice bath or five minutes in an ice bath, whatever it is, isn't really going to do much to, to change the direction of your overall health. But if you're, if you're doing the other things consistently pretty well, then you can start to really harvest the benefits that are available from those, um, I don't know, ancillary things that you can add to it. Yeah. The fun stuff that we talk about, but you can't, you can't out marginal, out marginal gain a bad foundation. It's all about having those, those foundational activities and and habits in place. And then you kind of start to move to the fringes as you, as you feel confident. Yeah. So in this series, instead of talking about where you can gain 2% here, 2% there, we're going to talk about where you can gain 20%, 25%. You know, how do you line this up so that you can make fairly large improvements? Um, and, and I come back to the fact that even if you think you've got it pretty dialed, you probably do, but there's probably some things foundationally that you could, uh, that you could just kind of revamp and make sure is to get back on track. Because even with our, you know, fittest and most, uh, most protocoled professional athletes, we come back to these things and there, there's always something that they can kind of tighten up a bit. So it's really applicable to anyone, I think. Yeah. I'm really excited to get into this conversation about foundations and kind of just zooming out a little bit since we'd like to get, you know, on the fun stuff that's yeah. it's easier to talk about. Yeah. And we'll come back to those things, but I think it's really important to, to make sure that these are, are really tightened up and, and that, uh, you know, if you're, if you're interested in health performance, like you said, longevity, health span, that, that you've really got these at, kind of an 80 or 90% place before you move on to the other stuff. So it should be a good conversation, I think. Yeah. So we really enjoyed uh, some of the questions that we got during our Lapodium, yeah. lost my French accent already, series. So looking at kind of this idea of like big foundational health components, if anybody out there has any questions or anything that they want to send in or ask, we'd love to get those. And we actually have a very important foundation to my day, a coffee sponsor that's come on to help out with this series. So we'll, we'll send like a, a bag of coffee or something to thank you for your questions. Yeah. We'll put together if, if your question gets read or let's say the first three that we use, um, the first, the first one for each foundation. So there'll be three winners, uh, questions on sleep and recovery, nutrition and fueling exercise and training. Um, we will send you some podium swag along with a bag of beans from perk coffee roasters, which yeah, really excited to have them on board. Um, we will be drinking perk during these episodes for sure, which is not even contrived or, uh, you know, it, it just naturally fits. I, I don't know if we've ever had photos of our little studio here, but there's, we got the espresso machine over here. It runs pretty much all day. So it'll just slide right into place nicely. And we'll send you some of the beans that we're enjoying. Yeah, they've got a, a great lineup. I've, I've been a big fan of the Ethiopian. I'm always an Ethiopian coffee guy. I like the the light, mild roasts with the, a lot of fruity overtones. There you go. So, yeah, send those questions in, and we'll we'll put together a little, uh, a little package for you and send it out your way. 
Excellent. Really excited to dig into this uh, more in detail in the future, and I hope you all enjoy. Thanks for listening to The Podium. To hear more, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram, where I am at Dr. Kevin Sprouse. That's D-R Kevin Sprouse. The podcast posts at the underscore podium underscore podcast. You can also find and follow me on Strava. The content of this podcast is meant for general informational and educational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. All listeners should speak with their doctor or medical practitioner before implementing any change in their healthcare regimen. If you're currently a patient at Podium, then you have an established doctor-patient relationship with me, and I'm happy to discuss this with you. If you're not currently a patient at Podium, nothing in this recording establishes a doctor-patient relationship between us, nor does it constitute the practice of medicine nor the dissemination of medical advice. Should you implement any information contained herein without consulting your own physician, you do so at your own risk. The Podium Podcast is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. The show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer. The content for this show is provided by the team at The Podium. 